Legends Drive-In Double Feature presents One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980, episode 34. We're covering the 34th minutes of Burial Ground and Zombie Lake, and we're having a great time doing it. I think uh, I want to welcome you here, everyone. It's Dan. How you doing? Hey, what's happening? This might be, pardon me, <coughs> This might be the loudest episode we have because my dog who has a bit of a cough is in the room and I'm playing an album in the uh, in the living room kind of loud just because I'm in I'm in that mood. It's a Friday night. It's April 12, 2019. I have had a terrible week. I just want to record a couple of these with you guys and have you hear it and listen. Yeah. And I am I will say uh, this is just for me. Dan, at this point, you have four episodes left to review in your Henningverse book. Oh my gosh. Two hillbillies, two green acres. You have done 662 reviews. Over 662 pages over the past 10 months. So be proud of that. And be good to yourself. Zombies, zombies, zombies are the best. Zombies are the best. So burial ground uh what's her name got pulled out of the bear trap zombie trap and there's zombies all around and um this must have been what the professor was going to tell us oh i had a dream and then zombies everywhere we're gonna be all right janet we've got to get to the cars we've got to go please subtitles the the subtitles for the italian version of this minute so we get the gang um janet and fred and doodle and i i don't know what you, you know the um i forget what all their name mark janet ah the writer and his gal you nut and they're all standing there and janet i believe she's the one who got her foot caught in the zombie bear trap zombie bears oh i'd watch that movie and they're all standing around, like, talking about, oh, my gosh, the, the professor and things. And all of a sudden, one of those random doors, just, I love this estate. So I want to, here's here's the thing. Like, surely there must be an estate on this world, in this world, on this world, in this world, around this world, where someone listening right now could say to me, Dan, this estate is yours. Enjoy it. You know, you're going to have to pay the gardener a hell of a lot, but, you know, you're, you're going to have spots on the estate. It's going to be so big that you're going to have to walk up to actual, like, wooden or stone walls, throw open a door to go on to some more of the estate. Oh, what a joy. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, I'd, 
I'd be all for it there. Yeah. A door flies open. Oh my God, they're here. And they run away. And it's it's fun because on the Italian dub, they're screaming all sorts of stuff. Oh my God, we got to get out of here. Let's get to the cars. But on the English dub, they're just more or less going, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ee, ah, ooh. I, I, I appreciate both dubs. You know, I, um, I, I like both dubs. I kind of, I kind of prefer the English dub right here. I mean, well, let's go to the cars is, is fine. Um, it's, it's great because there's no, because uh, what was it many minutes ago? It was like, we wasted a whole morning, you know, we're have, and they're having lunch. You know, that was, that was my Michael voice and they're having lunch. And um, so presumably this isn't too much longer after lunch. The thing about it is the zombies, the great thing is like zombies, you, you, you generally consider, um, you, you put zombies with the night. I mean, night of the living dead. But then I guess at this point we also had, had dawn of the dead, which was another thing. Um, but, the, but in Dawn of the Dead, they were already a force after night, you know, and you, I, yeah, I, I guess, I guess most of the, most of the time in zombie films, you're, 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 it doesn't matter when they arise. I mean, but early on, like a Black Sabbath when, I'm, I'm sorry, Black Sunday, yeah, sorry about that, Black Sunday, Black you you know the Mario Bava film I'm t I'm talking about with the, the you know the the thing with the face and the ah Barbara Steele and no oh, that's night but then Plague of the Zombies is day isn't it or dusk jeez I haven't seen Plague of the Zombies in ages I also think like I also think I mean I mean one of the major ones in the eighties too of course is Return of the Living Dead I mean obviously Day of the Dead is what it is but like Return of the Living Dead and those come out at night but those are precipitated by something that ha do you wanna party it's party time which was a song I always used to love when I first saw that movie back on HBO circa 87 but now that I've actually heard the song in full and I know the lyrics to that song that song makes me so sad and depresses me um, more than I can say although Return of the Living Dead still awesome I almost I actually have I, I, I might watch Flesh Eater a little later today I do like Flesh Eater where was I? Okay, so let's go to the cars. The thing about it is that when as they're running and the guys are dragging along limping Janet and you nut is is ahead. The Blu-ray not not only is it obviously letterbox properly at, at, at one I imagine one six six, but um let me I'm gonna stand up and um how y'all doing? I guess it's one eight five, right? Or would it be one eight five? I was going to say most European was 166, but by 1980 it could have been 185. It doesn't matter. 166, 185, whatever it is. That's what, that's what the Blu-ray is at. And there's something about it where they're, there's this long shot of them running. And it looks so gorgeous. And the space looks so nice. Some films can pull off the terror during the day. I always look at well, Day of the Dead, I guess, uh, and and most of Dawn of the Dead, I guess. But but a lot of that is in a mall, so it's tough to gauge when that is. Um, but but uh, but I I would say the film I was point to as a film that is if you want to watch a film that is set during the day that's scary, and you could probably get hipper films because we're all about being hip on this podcast, talking burial ground and zombie lake, uh, the Redeemer. A.K.A. Clash Reunion Massacre from 76, Constantine Gochis, Gochis, G-O-C, you, you know the film. 
uh, a code. Uh, it was out uh, Clash Ring Massacre um, and the Redeemer on VHS and uh, Code Red released a DVD, which looks very good. And a Blu-ray, which looks very, very good, although they're all from arc, uh, release prints. It looks very good. Redeemer takes place during the day. I mean, like, like the thing about Redeemer is you see this ugly building in the middle of a lot with the sun shining down on it, overexposed and washing it out. And it just, and somehow it makes it more oppressive that the, the sun is on it, you know? Cause it's like, it's one thing to be in the dark where you can't see. Cause when you're in the dark, you're like, okay, I'm up to, you know, I am left to my own devices here. But in the sun, you feel like I should see everything, but there's something about it when it's so uh, bright and oppressive that, ugh. I was like, watch the Redeemer. Watch the bits of the Redeemer when you see the, the, the building and the left. I mean, compare the Redeemer, say, to Slaughter High. Both of them more or less have the same plot line. Slaughter High is super fun. Oh my gosh, that's a double feature I've never done. Okay, I'm rambling here because it's been a long week. It's not been a good week. Um, to to mention a novel that I love uh, by a woman named Mildred Davis, I've been in the dark place most of this week. And so talking is bringing me joy. So forgive me, we're going to go to the second half of the minute right now. Boom, the gang is running away from zombies. The second half of the minute is Michael, his mom, in that space that they were in running up a staircase pounding on a door that's apparently like a back door to the house that no one can hear and you see these two big vats filled with bright shiny green stuff which is awesome you think like slimer you, you think oh it's ghostbusters time but no that is not ectoplasm that is going to come in handy in a minute or so maybe in a minute and they go up and they knock on the door and we can't get out. And they run back down. Mama, mama. And the, the, the minute ends at a beautiful cliffhanger where a zombie enters the space that they're in. What are they going to do? And I know I gave them short shrift. But the next minute, they will get more shrift. So where were we in Zombie Lake? I... Who knows, you know, um, the, the, the Nazi guy had a baby with that French gal and now they're traveling and they stopped the car that stopped the car. Yeah. Hey, let's everyone get out and stretch your legs. No, they stopped the Jeep that all the Nazis were in and Nazi. it's a Nazi Jeep, um, uh, but they all get out of it at the end of the minute. And one feels that, um, things might not go that great.
Nazis get out of a truck and wander through the woods. I have nothing to say about these Nazis and their walking through the woods and such. I wish I did. I mean, it, look, I, I, I will say this. Watching these both on Blu-ray, and this is crazy because like Night of Horror is, there's my VHS. I can see it right there. It's next to my, it's actually, it's on a shelf. I'll tell you, here, here's me trying to fill some time as I'm trying to figure out what the heck to say about Nazis walking through the woods for a minute. Uh, my Night of Horror VHS is next to a copy of my uh, a copy of the uh, Herman Melville novel, The Confidence Man, which is one of the few novels that I've ever read twice in a row. I, uh, I first read it 15 years ago, and then I immediately read it again. It's so weird. That's next to I Lost It at the Movies, Pauline Kael's first book. I have all of her books, and uh, every couple of years I read through all her reviews because if you are someone who are interested is interested in movies, she goes from, well, she kind of starts in 55. She goes around 90-ish. You get a history of movies through her that is so good. And I see Chaz Bal- Balloon, Balloons, um, Horror Holocaust, and um, one of the Monty Python books. I see, um, oh, that big-ass Brave and the Bold Omnibus, the hardcover, the Zany Haney hardcover, which is so good. And that's next to, yep, one of the Merrill made-for-TV movie books, because I keep, I keep those handy, because uh, this is where I record made-for-TV Mayhem Show with Amanda and Nate, and there are times when I have to stand up and grab the Merrill. Uh, and next to that is actually the CDs for The Chimes of Midnight, a Doctor Who audio adventure written by the great Rob Sherman. A, a Christmas Story, which is one of my all-time favorite Doctor Whos. And underneath that is Great Scott, the rare imaginary comic book covers of Larry Blamire. If you don't know who Larry Blamire is, you should immediately. Okay, well, that, I took up a bunch of time right there. That was what's on my bookshelf that's facing out right now. I move on, on all my bookshelves and DVD shelves and things, I, I move things around. Like I can see the complete E.E. E. Cummings um, poems right there. Uh, I, I can, I can, I see you looking at me. I see a Bigfoot book. Yeah, that'll happen. So, so what do you got here in this minute of the zombie? Like you get a bunch of, of Nazis get out of a vehicle and the, it ends with them by a pile of, um, cut logs like they're, you know, like for firewood or something. Let's talk about that. I can't talk about that. I know, you know, I know that I, you know, we used to cut wood and things like that when I was a kid and we had stacks of firewood can I just say one of the things that never happened but always scared the heck out of me when I was a kid 1985 when I was 12 we moved from 313 Berry Road to 76 Kingsgate North in Arondequoit New York and you you can um, find both of those locations. They're sweet houses. Um, one of them's a sort of standard two-story house, and one of them's a split level. Seventy-six King Saint North is split level. And I used to. I, I think I've told you this uh, this before, folks. That I, I so I won't go into it again. But I had a weird bedroom in that house. If you've ever seen any of my famous Christmas videos, you've seen the bedroom. But it's funny because I'm looking at this and we used to have a stack of wood up against the back of the house. And my bedroom, along with above me, my parents' bedroom, stuck out from the back of the house along with the den, which was on the other side of the house. The weird thing was like I would be sleeping there and the thing about my 
bedroom was that it didn't have any heat in it due to some sort of screw-up. They put a little space heater in there, which got really... smelled really bad and um, was just unpleasant. So so it would get really cold and I had an electric blanket and there were mornings or evenings or nights where I would wake up and it would be so cold I could see my breath, which I love so much and I miss... And after a few years there, my stepdad installed a uh, motion detector light in the back, which was fine, you know, so the, so the back of the house was not lit up. But it was funny because I would just sit there some nights before I would fall asleep and think, what if that light goes on? What do I do when that light goes on? Like, I'm in the bedroom, so I'm not going to activate it. And the door that is closest to us, which is, we had a pool, so there was a door near me, which was the one out to the pool, but that was locked up. But I was always so terrified. It never went on. I was good. I know what you're saying. Damn, stop talking. What does this have to do with Zombie Lake? It doesn't have anything to do with Zombie Lake. Like I said, this minute is a bunch of nazis wandering through woods i'm going to sign out right now and come back to you immediately for the next episode episode 35 and we are going to have more to talk about re zombie lake we had plenty to talk about with burial ground zombie lake was a little let down you ah i would i want zombie lake to have, i mean i almost feel like this is a role jr thing you know like that we're just gonna have really nothing to talk about for a few minutes andrea bianchi is like all about sensationalism and jr is like he has his own rhythms and he has his own way that he does it like just franco and, and eventually you get to the end of the film and you think oh they forgot to do the film no but it was there we we, we may have caught some of it listen to this <laughs>